0: Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I am once again your host for today. It's exciting to be back with you guys. We did take a week off from our podcast. You know, We had our Christmas season of hearing personal testimonies and stories of just fun Christmas family traditions, but also just the the idea of how Christ is our humble king really resonated with me, and I hope it resonated with you guys watching and listening as well. Well, we're moving into the... The season of 2021 and it's a new year and if you were able to listen to the sermon from the first weekend of the year you'll realize it wasn't really a sermon it was just really getting a chance to worship and rejoice and celebrate where God was in 2020 And the world as it as we know it is chaotic even uh, as as we speak here and Washington, D.C. is in upheaval right now and and things are chaotic and the world without God is a mess. But we know that God is present and God is at work. And we heard from different ministries. We heard from uh, stories during that worship time of testimonies where we saw God here in our church. We've seen God around the world. And we we called our church to a, a question of where was God in your personal life in the year 2020? In these next few weeks, um, we're going to have episodes where we get a chance to see more of where God was here in our own church body, and uh, hopefully, hopefully it's going to encourage you and, uh, and even motivate you to, to pursue God more. I have some special guests with me today, and I wanted to look at you guys and introduce you. You've been watching me for these last few moments while I've given this intro, and, and I've got John Avery over here to my right, your left. How are you, John? Good. I'm good, and I have Wes Gwynn with us today. This is the first time you've you've done a podcast with us, isn't is. that true? Yeah. I think I've asked you uh, a couple <laughs> times to see if you could join us, but we've gotten you. Yeah. yeah, you know, so let me just get to know you guys a little bit. John, we, we've known you um, being here at church for a while, but you are the pastor of Family Life. Okay. And uh, just share kind of, even just for those of you that that don't know who you are, how long you've been here and what your role is. Well, as you said, pastor of Family Life. I've uh, been here at the church uh,
1: since... 2001, and actually Wes and I, we were just looking at the timeline out there and looking at the picture of my family back in 2001, yeah. and my kids were small, and um, and uh, I was a youth pastor here for the first, um, I don't know, 16 years or so and Mm -hmm. transitioned to pastor family life uh, about four years ago
0: yeah and it's been super having you with that transition it's been great Mm -hmm. seeing the need for families to to grow together and to to keep that family unit bond is is key i know that's on your heart right and and
1: just wanting to help families um be intentional at home in their relationships at home couples married couples uh parents and kids and uncles and aunts, you know, grandparents, just, uh, you know, we kicked off the fellowship at home a number of years ago, mm. several years ago, and and, uh, and that was the idea of making it easy that families could be intentional, so that's why we have a home center, both here at church and then online. Yep. We said we want to make it, make it more likely that they would be intentional, so we started to do these focuses. Yeah. Uh, three months at a time, um, twice a year, and uh, just wanting to encourage um, families to be intentional at home in their relationship with Christ, realizing um, it's our responsibility to disciple one another.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, and discipling is certainly key. We're going to touch on that a little bit more later. But Wes, I'll turn to you. Give me a little bit of a background of how long you've been coming here to FBC and what does your family look like? Uh, well, uh, my wife and I have been coming here. My family, we've
2: been coming here since uh, 2017. Okay. I actually started attending the church prior to even moving to this area, we found the church online and uh, we were transitioning our, um, from Southern Maryland in the D.C. area to uh, out this way. So we hmm. started looking for a church and uh, actually started making the drive from where we were living at the time to Winchester. No kidding. Uh, it was, a, you know, it was a pretty good drive. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and back, But we, we thought it was worth it because we found what we were looking for here hmm. as far as a, a church fellowship. Hmm. uh moved here in in around the August September time frame of 2017 and uh been here ever since hmm. my wife and I and my
0: our four kids elizabeth is your is your wife's name yes and uh what do you, what do you do for a living uh I am a government contractor. And that's probably all you can say about that. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you for being here. You know, and John, I'll turn to you because the the key question that I want to pose to each one of us here over these next couple of episodes was where was God in 2020? And you and I have chatted recently and, and I want to just let you just unpack a little bit about, first of all, it, it, you know, there is the covid shutdown. Right. I mean, we will all acknowledge that. But there's plenty of other things that go on in each of our lives that are trials, that are things that come up that can make you, you know, question you know, your faith or question where is God and, and really need that encouragement. So you being pastor family life, you know, there are certain ministries that are seen and not seen. And we didn't have a focus last fall. Right. We did. We, we had the identity and sexuality focus in the winter right before the shutdown. And and so from the outsider's perspective, we might say, well, the family life ministry wasn't really going on, you know, that we weren't coming to church for 10 straight weeks. Nobody could go to the home center. Mm -hmm. So help walk me through where you were personally. And then where was God in, in all of that?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, um, yeah you know we were we we actually in a way really didn't finish our focus right and sexuality it just kind of kind of stopped and um it was a, a, I think a really neat um experience for the church very helpful um but <clears throat> you know i uh the last couple of years um Susan and I have been going through a trial um uh, and uh and and it's been difficult uh for us um and uh god was God showed up in so many ways in 2020 um, just giving us uh, opportunities to trust him. I think he has a way of uh, creating needs hmm. in our lives and I think trials are one of those and um, I know that <clears throat> you know with when a trial comes, I think we can respond in several different ways one we can become bitter hmm. um, or we can you know we be, can become broken, and that brokenness that brokenness leading us to him and and um, and so for 2020, uh, uh, just um, really was a year for us to to really be looking to the Lord um, because we were going through some sad times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and in those trials, yeah, you, you just mentioned you can you can turn to maybe yourself or you can turn to the Lord. You can look inwardly and, and really get discouraged and anxious and fearful and worried mm-hmm. or you can look upward. Yeah. And so what was kind of your conclusion throughout probably those ups and downs of yeah. kind of looking inward and looking upward. Right. You know, I found two great verses, um, in Psalm 119 that
1: ha- were such an encouragement to me and kind of, and I can share where the, they kind of took me. But one is, uh, Psalm 119 verse 24, uh, says your testimonies are my delight. Hmm. They are my counselors. Um, the other one was my soul was weeping with grief um, strengthen me with your word. And Psalm 119, as you read it, you realize it's a prayer and it's a huge, it's a very long Psalm. It's the longest one, but it's a prayer. And, and, uh, those, those two verses really became kind of a prayer for us. Um, we, we just, we, we wanted to run to the Lord and we, and where we find him in his, is in his word. Hmm. And, um, hmm. And so God um, just began to create that need. And um, I I started looking at at different Psalms and and how to, um, you know, what does it mean like in Psalm 1 where he talks about um, delighting, again, delighting in the law of the Lord. Um, And and not only delighting in it, but meditating on it day and night. Mm. And uh, just the importance of that. Um, The next verse says, whoever delights in the Lord and meditates on it day and night, he'll be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. And I think that verse just is really something that, you know, God is the one who has to do that in Mm. our lives. He's the one who firmly plants us. He's the one who bears fruit through us. He's the one that makes us, helps us prosper. Hmm. But but we're called to delight in his word and, and to meditate on it. And, yeah. and uh, I just wanted to find out personally what, what does that look like in my own personal life
0: right Wes I'll turn to you because I mean 2020 was a difficult year for a lot of people I'm just curious where you and your family were throughout the beginning of the year were there downtimes for you or kind of how does what John how does what he is sharing how does that resonate with, with you personally um, well first of all I don't think anybody
2: was expecting the year to go like it did right. obviously um there were a lot of things that would just kept coming one after another after another and not just from the you know everything going on in the world and then the you know all the craziness that's been happening but also in personal life i feel like a lot of what was going on in the world was affecting everybody's personal lives and so like you were saying if you started to look inwardly and it, it's really easy to start to get a little bit um, depressed and, you know, a little sad about what's going on. And I think that affected a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, So we found ourselves kind of what John was saying is trying to find some delight in the law of the Lord, some delight in scripture, some delight in our relationship uh, that we have with God through Christ. And I'll be honest, it was a little bit of a challenge Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, but God says, if you pursue me, you'll, you'll find me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we held on to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I won't say that we were perfect at it. You know, we, we struggled and sure. sometimes we got our, our eyes on the storm and took our eyes off of Jesus. But every time we refocused and came back, he was there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it allowed us to be a better light and better salt for the people around us.
0: Hmm. One of the things that we all struggled with uh, was that kind of isolation. Was this this forced being alone, being with just your family, being in your house, not being able to go out? Hmm. You know, who knows that time could come again. There, there's just you never know what's going to unfold here in the future. But looking back. Uh, how how did that impact your family? I'll look to you first, Wes. And, and what other areas of growth were you really looking for? Because, I mean, I'll even ask were you were you worshiping on Sunday mornings as a family? I mean, we there's things online, and I did that in my, as my family, and it's challenging. I get it. But wh- where where was God in those moments of? kind of the the quarantine, the isolation and and really seeking out, okay, how do we grow as a family, but how do you grow personally as well? Just in that kind of isolated kind of state. Mm -hmm. Well, I think anybody with young
2: kids can tell you a situation like that is only going to last a little while before things start to kind of (laughs) unravel. You know, we need a little time away from each other sometimes. Uh And, um, but In some ways, it was good for us. I think it gave us an opportunity to grow together as a family. You know, it it took away the distractions that we didn't even realize were distractions. Mm. Um, Just normal life things, you know, sports, um, school activities, you know, different things that aren't necessarily wrong, but had maybe become a little bit of a distraction from what was really important. Um. So it gave us an opportunity to kind of refocus and take a step back and say, okay, what's what is it that we as a family want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Um, what's our what's our true purpose what's our goal and you know and i'm speaking very generally you know there are a lot of you know a thousand different conversations that happened in you know in that several
0: months period of time i'm curious i mean before covid i mean how were you really connected with the church here Uh, you you started attending in 2020 2017 Uh so like two three years ago was there were there small groups were there relationships that you guys have or had that you're looking to kind of reconnect with
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. And, you know, we were part of a small group. Uh, We're part of a uh, cross-junction small Mm -hmm. group. Um, And there were other, you know, relationships, our our kids' relationships with their friends, you know, in church and in our relationship with our friends, um, not having that face-to-face interaction. You start to miss it after a while. And yeah. you know it, it got tough. <laughs>
0: yeah, it got hard. Yeah. Well, I want to mm-hmm. bring you guys together a little bit from the standpoint of kind of two different stories, kind of going down the same path at the same time here in 2020. John, share with me a little bit more deeper. You, you said that you really felt God said digging into His Word. Mm-hmm. You know, find the comfort, find the solace in His Word. Yeah. How did that transpire in your life there in 2020? Yeah. Well, uh,
1: you know. Um, like I said, you know, trials um, can can they're they're pressure filled situations, and uh, and that pressure uh, that we feel, you know, um, a lot of times uh, we respond to it. Our hearts respond to it, and and you can kind of see what's going on inside as we're feeling that pressure, you know. Um, and uh, for me, it was just I think God was revealing to me um, that I wasn't really that I wasn't really trusting Him. Mm-hmm. And things I wasn't I wasn't uh, looking at him. And so I, I was struggling with anxiety. I was struggling with fear. Um, and uh, I really needed um, my heart, my inner person to be stabilized. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really wanted to run to Christ and his word for that, um, because uh, it was it was a struggle. Um, so I that's what I that's what I just started doing is just started crying out to him and and uh, and and you know i i enjoy um memorizing um but uh i had i wanted to take it to another uh level for me personally because i, I would read a psalm or i'd read a passage i go i i have got to memorize that i want to i want to hide that in my heart i want to treasure it and um so that i can take it with me wherever i am so that when i'm tempted to be fearful and anxious um that is what i i want to put off that fear and anxiety and i want to and i want to put on uh, god's word in my heart and so mm-hmm. I just started just wanting to to practice that um and as wes said earlier i didn't do it perfectly at all i'm not saying i I haven't figured this out i um it's just something that um i realized that i talk to myself more than anybody else in the world talks to me um i listen to myself (laughs) i have a lot of time by myself in my head and um i wanted to uh learn what it meant to to begin to 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 uh do a better job in a sense of taking every thought captive to the obedience of christ and Hmm. And I know that that's, I think that's, uh, his word has a big part in that. Hmm. And, um, <clears throat> so just started doing that. And, uh, one of the thing, one of a verse that really was meaningful to me was Psalm 27 seven four. David says, one thing I've asked from the Lord that I shall seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord, um, and to meditate in his temple. And and so, this idea of meditating on Scripture became more and more a thing for me. That it was a personal, it was a relational thing hmm. of getting to know the person of Jesus um, through His written Word. Hmm. Um, the Bible is unlike any other book; it's living and it's active, and 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 the person of Jesus is in the Word. We you know we we can get to know Him that way um, in, in a real way. And um, you know, another verse that was meaningful to me was in Psalm one forty five that one generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Yeah. And I just started thinking about that. And, and in during the COVID time, I, <clears throat> where we live, we could go outside and we could walk in the woods. I did a lot of walking and that's where I did a lot of my thinking and praying. <clears throat> um, and it was in that time that I was just thinking through that one generation shall praise your works to another. What does what that, what does that look like in my life? What does that look like for my family, for my five children, adult children, and now their children, <clears throat> Um, and, uh, and so God just began, I think, to, to put a desire in my heart, um, not only for my family, but I was thinking, how can I, how can I impact other families, other men to do the same thing? Hmm. And, uh, and so just kind of an idea, I think from the Lord came up and, um, uh, I wrote, wrote down a plan, shared it with our family ministry team, and we wanted to bring it under family ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and so it was, it was a plan to, uh, to start some discipleship groups. Hmm. Um, and, uh, the discipleship groups, uh, it was, it was kind of a, for me, I I wanted to make a, a big, you know, have it be a commitment thing. And I, and so the, the plan was to have, um, ask some guys to be committed to meet two year for two years, twice a month. And then after that was over the, the, that group of guys would commit to forming their own group, going through the same content. And and asking the guys who they meet with to have that same commitment, so wanting it hmm. to multiply. Hmm. Um,
0: that's nothing new. I mean, no, that, that's no, that's like, no, but no, I'm that's not. Saying. I'm not putting you down. I'm just. No, I'm no, just no, saying. I'm right. like that is. But it's. It seems great. It seems yeah. new. And but where is that? You know. So yeah. how does that play out? I mean, you can have the idea, but then to say, okay, I'd like to get a group of guys together. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. I want to study scripture together. I want to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's God giving that desire in your heart. I mean, it's not going to come naturally. And so to have the spirit lead you as the pastor of family life Mm -hmm. in that standpoint, you're then taking it to the team. Mm -hmm. And then how does that grow? What, what, what's next? What's the next step to have that seed, but then what does it look like? What's the results of that?
1: Yeah. Well, the, the group that Wes and I are in together, we, we started meeting on zoom uh, because we couldn't meet together. But then soon after that, we were able to start to meet together. Um, and, uh, we've been, we've been meeting twice a month now for, uh, I don't know, what has it been?
2: Over a year? over is it? Around a year maybe? Yeah, maybe yeah.
1: somewhere around Time there. Time flies. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah. so we're, <clears throat> we're meeting together and the guys were right now, we're studying through uh, the book of Ephesians. We're going through several other books, like a, a book called the gospel primer and how to love your wife as Christ loved the church hmm. and, we just finished a book on biblical meditation. So we discussed those books yep. um, and we discussed the scriptures together. Uh, another core feature of it is I've um, I've I've asked the guys to begin to memorize and meditate on certain passages of scripture. Hmm. And so we have we have a, a thing, you know, it's it's not a uh, we don't beat each other up We we don't have. We don't sit around and go, have you done it yet? (laughs) We don't do that. And we don't hand out any, any awards or anything, Um, but it's just an encouragement. We have a kind of a neat text thread that guys share what they're learning as they memorize and meditate on different passages of scripture, but we're doing it together. That's great. And we're experiencing the one another's I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, um, so I kind of shared that with my family ministry team and one of the guys on the team, Josh Jones said, I want to do that. So we started another group. Wow. Um, And we've been meeting now for about, that group's been meeting about six months. Shared it with another guy, Butch Bryant. And he said, "I want to start a group." So hmm. they they he started a group um, with the same content, the same commitment, um, and uh, shared it with another guy, two other guys, and they're wanting to start groups as well. That's so incredible. That's very
0: very excited about great. it. great. As just God working in the, yeah. it, it's God working in the hearts of people, right. leading to say, okay, the, I have this need. I know that yeah. there's something that. It, I need the connection. I need the relationships right. and I need that growth. I need that accountability and all that. So Wes, I'll turn to you. I mean, how was it a phone call from John? Like what, what was the connection? What did that interaction look like? And where were you on a spiritual level to say, yes, I'm going to answer the call to, to say, let's get connected and let's mm-hmm. plug in that way.
2: Um, I don't think it was a mistake that John asked me to be a part of it because God had actually been kind of prodding me, in that direction for a little while. And John and I have talked about this. Um, I've seen and felt the need in my own life to have fellowship with other men who are dealing with a lot of the same issues and having a lot of the same struggles, um, who are in a certain part of their life where they need certain pieces of information provided to them and encouragement and wisdom. And, uh, I mean, the timing couldn't have been more perfect. You know, mm-hmm. it's been mm-hmm. something that I've wanted to be a part of that I didn't really even know existed anywhere. Um, you can find all kinds of stuff online, but mm-hmm. it's not really the same thing as as meeting with guys in person, getting to know them on a personal level, mm-hmm. and getting the encouragement and sometimes, um, the positive prodding from yeah. from the guys to make sure you're staying you know, where you need to, where you need to be. Yeah. Um, it's been, um, it's been great for me. I, and I'm, you know, I'm very thankful that, that John asked and I'm very grateful for the group of guys that, that I'm a part of it with. It's,
0: it's a, it's a good. Group. So walk me through, what does it really look like? I mean, how many guys are, are, are part of your, your group and, and how often are you meeting? And then John, you kind of shared a little bit about what you're doing, but I, I'm curious kind of what does it really look like flesh out kind of the time together for me?
2: Uh, well, there's six of us, including John. Uh, we meet, like I said, twice a month or we try to, I think there's been a couple of times just due to craziness going on that mm-hmm. we haven't been able to, but uh, for the most part, we're meeting twice a month. Um, as we're going through these books, I think what we're trying to do is is talk about each one of them every time we meet. Um, and, just share what God has shown us in each one of them. And that, that part of it for me is awesome because, you know, the scriptures that we're reading and studying and memorizing and all of the books that we're reading, I can get, you know, something out of it that I see as I'm reading and studying, but something that somebody else reads, I might've completely missed yeah. and have been, you know, wow, that's, that's great. Thank you yep. for sharing, you know, that. So it's really good to have that group um, kind of all moving in the same direction mm with different ways of doing it, I guess it just kind of gives different perspectives on, on everything that we do. That's it.
0: I really think it's different perspectives because the content, I mean, is going to be consistent. Yeah. God is a unified God. He's not going to be teaching us different things across the board, but how, how we receive it, I think is going to be important And, and receiving it in the format of a couple other guys who are seeing different nuggets of different parts of scripture that can encourage each of us, I think is Impactful, yeah, yeah. So, I love this idea, John, that it started with just a seed in your heart to then around a couple of guys to then taking it to a couple other guys, and then that grows. And then it's a couple other guys who are saying, "I want to be a part of that." Mm-hmm. That that organic mm-hmm. life of the body of Christ working to me is behind the scenes. I mean, this is not like a a publicized ministry that has been created to say right. this is a, yeah. a a group of guys' ministry. This is just mm-hmm. God working mm-hmm. in the lives of His church yeah. in a year that. Otherwise, seems chaotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and I have appreciated the um
1: the relational aspect of it and the the meetings of the needs. I mean, that uh, you know, guys sharing. Um, we we have access to one another because of our phones, <laughs> mm. um, all the time. And uh, you know, I need prayer for something. And um, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I threw my back out last month, mm. and, and uh, I just shared that with the guys, and and quick re- quick responses. I'm I'm praying for you you know, and, uh, and, and other guys doing the same thing, just family needs or whatever Mm -hmm. the but the one another, the prayer for one another, bearing one another's burdens, encouraging one another, loving one another, you know, yeah. it, it just is, uh, it's just neat to see that.
0: Yeah. And I got to say also, what it reminds me of is one of the focuses we had a little while ago that was labeled thrive. Mm-hmm. And you're reminding me of the Psalm 119 passage, which part of that was we, we did memorize as a scripture versus a body yeah. it got put on t-shirts. You know, mm-hmm. So some of us might be out there wearing these thrive t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. We had a special guest speaker come who really, really enhance this idea of what does it look like to internalize scripture, not just memorize it rotely, right. like you were saying, you right. know, just, uh, but, but to understand what it's saying,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there, there's actually plenty of resources out there that are still on our church website, by the way, I'm looking at them right now, FBC, that FBC dot life slash thrive. Mm. And that entire focus that we did right. Right. is online, plenty of resources for families, plenty of resources for the parents, all ages of kids. Um, the sermon series is up there. There's different, uh, documents you can look at different things you can click on and listen to. Uh, So I just put that out there that resources are there, right? If you don't know what you're going to study, what you're going to talk about, get into God's word.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And you know, the encouraging thing, um, too, is that if, if someone's listening to this and say, well, you know, I, I would love to, I just, no one's asked me to be part of a group like that or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. you can get in contact with me. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, we have we have single guys in this group, we have married guys in the group, we have engaged, we have an engaged guy in one of the groups. You know, it's um and so it's not married or not, it's it's single whatever. Um, and uh, you know, the um women of fellowship are praying about what that might look like for for, hmm. for some um discipleship groups in in that ministry as well. That's great. Um kind of doing trying to do the same thing. So
0: yeah. What would your encouragement, Wes, be for somebody listening or watching right now who might be in the midst of these kinds of just difficulties or, you know, just not sure uh, how do I get further connected? What would you encourage him or her to, to do and to first of all, I mean, I've already heard to look to God, yeah. <laughs> but uh, instead of me answering my own question, I'm just curious, what would what's what would spark the interest um, for some, a listener right now?
2: Um, I'd say don't worry about, um, if you're feeling encouraged by the Holy Spirit or whatever in any way, I mean, I would, I would encourage anybody to, to be a part of it. I think that there's probably some, um, hesitation on a lot of people's parts because anything that is unknown is a little scary. Sometimes you kind of putting yourself out there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and to put yourself into a very small group of people that you're going to get to know, they're going to get to know your faults. You're going to get to know theirs. Um, but there's something about that fellowship that is, it builds you up Hmm. and the heart of this thing is, is not, It's, there's no criticism. There's no, there's nothing negative whatsoever happening in this situation. It's all positive encouragement that we all need right now. Um, so there's nothing that's going to happen where you're going to put yourself in a position where someone's going to be critical of your mistakes. If anything, Mm -hmm. you're going to get some encouragement and probably a lot of prayer and friendship to
0: help you through you know, life. And on top of that, you might think, oh, what do I have to offer? Or I don't want to put myself out there, but you could be the very person who could speak truth and assist somebody else. Absolutely. In a relationship. Absolutely. You know, and so you might think, I have no clue what I'm doing. I can't be a mentor. I can't disciple somebody. But is that really our role? I mean, it's the Holy Spirit who is going to lead and guide people towards truth. Yeah. And, And, Who are we to get in the way of that? Mm -hmm. And so that's my encouragement is hearing you alls stories to say this organic work of God that happened this past year Mm -hmm. uh, is is so encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me say, how else can we see God work in this next year Mm -hmm. to bring men together? And and like you said, bring women together to where they're being spurred on to grow Mm -hmm. into likeness of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John, what would your kind of final encouragement be. Yeah, I would, um, uh,
1: you know, God's word. Um, we, we just can't live the Christian life without his word I mean, mm. w- to grow and to thrive as we use the word yeah. his word. I mean, um, it is, God wrote a book and he's speaking to us. Um, and we can, <laughs> we can speak to him every single day and, uh, in prayer and, and he's speaking to us and his word, um, is life-changing. You know, Jesus prayed in John 17, 17, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. That sanctify becoming more like Jesus. Mm. Um, is, um, you know, it, he, he, uh, he loves us so much and, and we can find um, strength and, and truth and clarity um, in, in his word. And, and, uh, and I know, Everybody's got a copy, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I hope so.
0: Absolutely. If you don't, go find one. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it encourages me. I hope it's encouraging you guys, the listeners and watchers of this, because I, I can just see what this upcoming year can look like. Mm-hmm. The world around us could be crashing, but God is still at work. Yeah. And, and let's let the body of Christ be a light mm-hmm. and witness to each other and to the lost world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if it's small little discipleship groups like this that are happening, if If they keep popping up, God is at work and I'm excited about that. So you guys uh, watching and listening at home uh, on your car, however you are, thank you for doing that. Continue to contribute um, to encourage us. You can go to the show notes, fbcva.life slash podcasts. As John mentioned, if you are really out there looking and saying, man, something is striking a chord as I'm listening to this right now. And I think I want to be part of that. Feel free. Yeah. Email John. For sure. John A at fbcva.org org. Yes. Yes. Yep. And and. And then you can hear all of his stories. You know, he'll text you about his back and stuff like I that will. too.
1: <laughs> Help me with my back.
0: <laughs> but I, I, seriously, guys, I, I just yeah. thank you for being a part of this and encouraging us in this way. Um, I mentioned the the Thrive series that's out there as well slash Thrive, um, and you can continue to keep watching us and listening. And more stories will come here in the month of January. So each Friday, look for those drops. So until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. Amen.